Do you think about your tires? Yes, no. Either way, if you're a weekend hacker out for a good time or a complete tire head, the Enduramax by Cooper Tires is for you. Packed with cut chip resistant durable Trek technology and EnduraGuard designed to improve tread wear and combat poor road conditions. And if those technical specs mean nothing to you, fine. Because the whole point of being so well designed is that the Enduramax is a tire you don't have to worry about, no matter where you're driving. And that means even more time to think about anything else besides tires. All Cooper tires are backed by a limited warranty, a 45-day test drive warranty, and select products are backed by Treadwear Mileage Warranty, helping to give you confidence on the road. For complete product and warranty details, please visit www.coopertires.com or www.coopertires.ca. And remember, go with the Coopers. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Crash Course Podcast. Cody here, joined today by DJ Pajowski. DJ, what's up, my dude? Uh, not much is up, Cody. How are you, man? Great. Beautiful day in North Carolina. It's raining outside. Uh, I am up in an undisclosed location just outside Chicago, uh, but we're actually going to be talking about a, uh, a place down in my uh, my neck of the woods in Jacksonville, North Florida, uh, Ponte Vedra specifically, we're going to be talking about a place called the Yards today. Are you familiar oh, with no. the Yards? I am. I mean, I know we've we've done content there. I have not seen the course, but I mean, I I'm pretty sure it it played host to quite possibly one of the most impressive ass kickings I've ever seen on YouTube. So. That's that's, exa that's exactly right. We did. Uh, people might might remember it from uh, the Wild World of Golf that we did. Uh, Neil versus Solly. We had, you know, I, I think I've said this a couple times. We we very obviously had a player bail on that one. We weren't just going to do Neil versus Solly. We don't have to get into who the player was, but uh, we were we were making some uh, you know some lemons into lemonade that day. And uh, I think Solly, you know, fortunately for him, just tend to make a lot more lemonade than than Neil did. Uh, but we did we did our wild world of golf there. We did uh, if if people are trying to place this place, we also did the uh, Phil Mickelson versus Tron video out at the yards, uh, the little lefty versus righty closest to the pin contest that was uh, taking place on the backyards. As you'll hear us kind of describe what uh, those two different things are, just to help you place that, and then also the the myself versus John Rom video was also out at the yard. So we've been out at the yards uh, quite a few times, done a, done a couple different things out there. It's a very, very interesting place um, that I think, I don't know, I think spurs kind of like a, a bunch of different discussions, which we can, we can all kind of get into about, you know, what, what we're all looking for out of the game of golf. Cody, what are you looking for, man? Is it 18 holes, seven par 72, 7,000 yards or bust? Or, or what, are, what are you looking for when you, when you go out tee it up? No, no, no. I'm looking for a spot to go out, have a good time with my, my buddies. It doesn't matter who it is, where you're from, how old you are, or you know what your, your passion level of golf is. I'm just out there for a good walk with friends. Well, then you, you, the yards might totally be for you then. That, that's are we talking about like. the the are we talking about the front yard the backyard what what yard are we talking we're about? talking about all the different yards um so all right let's let's get into kind of some some context some background uh so originally first of all to to really help you place this um because a lot of people have wondered this as we've kind of rolled out some different video stuff from there 
the yards is inside the gates at TPC Sawgrass. It is it's not you know necessarily affiliated with Sawgrass with the TPC network. None of that. It's just when you're in Jacksonville, there's there's basically one road. I, I mean, depending on which way you're coming in, I guess. But the main road is is A1A that is going to take you through the Jacksonville beaches. Uh, you turn off of that, you get into the gates at Sawgrass. That's where you see kind of the I mean, I guess the former PJ Tour headquarters, they've they've moved over to the the global home now. But that's it's the same vicinity. But that's where you see TPC Sawgrass. That's where you see a lot of very nice houses. And it's also where you see the yards. So there's actually two different golf courses inside the gates there. Uh, it was built originally in, I think, 1973. Trivia for you. It was actually the first course inside the gates. It was built before the stadium course. Uh, it was an Arnold Palmer design. I believe it was originally called Thousand Oaks. Uh, then it was called Oak Bridge. Then it was called something else. Then they changed it back to Oak Bridge. Now it's the yards. But if you've spent a lot of time in Jacksonville, you would know this as uh, Oak Bridge Golf Course. It was a former uh, 18-hole golf course. Um, you know, if we're, if we're being charitable, I, I would say it's it's pretty average. It was a pretty average, uh, I would say pretty forgettable 18-hole golf course. Um, some of that was proximity. The fact that it was next to one of the most famous golf courses in the entire world. Uh, some of it was condition. Some of it was the fact that there's only so much you can do in kind of, you know, dead flat Florida houses on both sides. Um, you know, there's, there's really only, only so much you can kind of do in that circumstance. And so what the result was, was a, a pretty, uh, cookie cutter, pretty prototypical, uh, Florida golf course called Oak Bridge. Uh, what they ended up doing, uh, David Miller, who's the owner of it, he's a Southern California guy, but ended up uh, buying this place, ended up selling most of the land that made up the back nine of Oak Bridge. And so that they, they're now turning that into uh, like an assisted living center. He took some of that, the, the proceeds from that really revamped the front nine, which is we'll refer to from now on as the front yard really revamped that golf course with a guy named Mike Miles, who's the GM at Oak Bridge. He used to work out at uh, Virginia Country Club, kind of famous for, you know, a lot of a lot of tour pros hanging out there. Uh, Patrick Cantlay, John Mallinger, uh, guys like that. So Mike moved to to Florida and actually helped kind of redesign some of the uh, some of that golf course, the front yard as well. And another thing they did was was really, and this kind of preceded a lot of the the golf course work because I think the golf course work ended up taking quite a while, but just to kind of get some of the approvals pushed through and all the HOA stuff and and all that. But they also revamped the restaurant, which is not something I would I would normally uh, you know bring up on the the crash course podcast. Usually, I know we kind of stick to the golf course, but uh, the whole facility there is is kind of like it's right at the center of a lot of what they're trying to do, and it really truly is a. It, it kind of feels like a bit like a, uh, I don't know, community meeting spot is the right, the right way to say it. But it, it is this great place where they kind of almost started with like good food, good drinks, uh, good space. And it's kind of one of those places where you show up for those things. And then you kind of think like, huh, I should go play golf as well. Or I should go putt or I should go, you know play the the backyard which is what they they used kind of some of their leftover land from what used to be the back nine and turn that into a six hole little par three course back there which is again where you saw like the fill and and tron thing uh 
so that was that was kind of a lot I'm, I'm throwing at you there cody where, where do you want to start you got any any questions to start off i'm looking at the menu for uh the three palms grow right now looks absolutely delicious it's great I can see what they're going. So this is a grown-up version of a Top Golf or any of the other premium driving range services. I think it's in that same vein. I think it, it's very like let's go, you know, play six holes on the par three course. Let's go putt. Let's go. They also re- redid the driving range. The driving it's probably the best driving range non TPC Sawgrass division in Jacksonville. It's really really good. Uh, it's a weirdly hard thing to find for a do, do you golf. Get out of- of mats at the driving range you do not no you hit off of whoa of real grass uh which is weirdly hard to find in a golf crazed place like jacksonville uh it's kind of weird and hard to find a a really nice grass range so um yeah i think i think the the top golfification of uh of the game i think is is kind of what they're going for a little bit it's it's equal parts uh hang and golf and i think there's pros and cons to that for sure um but yeah i think that's kind of what they're going for okay so we got a nine hole course we have a 12 hole option we have a three hole option if we wanted it sure and i'm guessing we could do 16 if we really wanted yeah so i think you could you can play it a bunch of different ways and a lot of what they've built it as is uh kind of like a, a they, they they call it a 12 hole golf course a lot i think that's maybe mildly misleading just because the the what you really are going to play is the first nine is going to be very traditional golf it's the front nine of you know what was the arnold palmer course they they changed a couple things they redid all the greens reshaped all the greens made it much more interesting which we can get into uh in a second but after that you kind of turn to the backyard and you play the first three holes of the par three course. So basically you play nine and then you play three par threes to finish. And that's your, that's your 12 hole loop. So I think all the different combos as I can, uh, as I can think of them are, you could play nine, you could play the front yard, nine holes. You could play the front yard twice as your 18 hole loop. You could play the 12 holes. You could play just the six par threes, which is kind of the three full size par threes and then three shorter par threes. You could play just the three short par threes. You could play just the three long par threes. Uh, and I'm sure there's some other combo that I'm, I'm probably missing, but uh, that's the idea is, is basically, you know, you hear in golf uh, very frequently and for very good reason that, you know, Hey, I don't have six hours to go disappear on a Saturday to go, uh, to go play golf. So what are some other options? And I think they're trying to trying to answer that question with a bunch of different uh, ways for people to experience the game. No, I love it. And I think this is, we've seen this at a ton of other resorts and other municipalities kind of across the States that you need a, a different option between, you don't need an 18 hole course. You don't necessarily just need a nine hole course, even though we probably could bring back more nine hole facilities at lots of towns across America. Mm-hmm. My issue with some of these, I don't want to call them shorter courses, but non championship regulation 18 hole courses is that they're great and they're a ton of fun but like man it kind of feels sometimes like you're charging me for something that like i could get better value other places and i know that's just me everybody knows i live in pinehurst and if i want to go play the cradle i got to go pay 50 bucks and that blows my mind every day like (laughs) why am i going to go pay 50 dollars for 
an awesome nine hole golf course. Like I, I got that, but like I could go pay 40 bucks and probably get better value for a lot more holes somewhere else, especially for a place that like it's supposed to be inviting for kids. I see what they're doing here. I'm guessing they're trying to pull some kids and get some, some youth back into the game, which I absolutely love and could not support more. And from their website, it looks like they got some summer camp options and, and everything else. So, I mean, it seems like a good thing to me. How does it play? Uh, it plays, it plays good. I mean, again, it's, I think on the, the front yard is, is, you know, the, as we've said, the kind of what was the front nine, it's all the same corridors as it was, uh, on the Arnold Palmer course. Like we were kind of saying up front, like, I think there's only so much you can really do with, with those. It's not going to totally blow you away. I think what they were able to change and what they did a really cool job of, and I give them a ton of credit for, you know, they looked at bringing in a, a big name architect and, and a big name, uh, kind of design team to come really revamp this place. I think they kind of realized a little bit of maybe what I'm saying, like, you know, you can bring in Gil Hans, but what's Gil Hans really going to do on a place that is, you know, you have water on the left and houses on the right on this hole. And then you've got houses on the right and water on the left on the next hole. And, you know, it's, it is, uh, pretty, it's just pretty like boring, forgettable Florida golf in a lot of senses. But what they did was totally revamped the greens and made them, uh, just way more interesting. And so you saw that kind of, if you watch our, our wild world of golf, you see that really on holes. Like number three is the, the par three that has this outrageous, uh, two tiered green. And I think they almost like, you know, again, I, I give them credit that I think they probably almost turned it up much higher than a, a big name designer really would, which I think is interesting. And it, it makes it, it gives it a lot of good character and it makes it, fun to play and uh it just gives it kind of a kind of an identity right rather than like you know keeping it between the rails and and really uh making it look like everything else and so they did a good job on that with uh like i said number three number four is a really really tough hole um with kind of this it's almost like a i don't even know how you describe it kind of has like a valley almost running like north south on the green in in the middle almost like a beer it's kind of turned sideways sort of feel it's it's really kind of interesting the whole thing can'ts like super severely back to front really hard green to putt uh number five of course we've got to talk about the black hole which you probably saw in the wild world of golf it's uh it's a part three with a a black sand uh bunker right in the middle of the green a la you know the the sixth at riviera uh i think the sixth at riviera was there first i i don't think they took their inspiration necessarily from the yards, but, uh, you know, that's, that's a, that's maybe not totally my thing, but it's a fun little, a fun little wrinkle. Uh, and then you've got number six is a really awesome par five, just a, a really great par five with kind of a split fairway, um, kind of, and, and by split fairway, I should say, you know, split like right, left, like two different levels of the fairway, which I think is always really cool. Um, seven and eight are actually seven, eight, nine are all pretty straightforward, but again, interesting greens. And so if, if you're going out there and, and looking to play the, the front yard, I mean, it's, it's a super proper, super proper nine holes of golf. I mean, it's, it's, uh, you're going to feel like you're, you're scratching the itch for sure. And I think some of maybe what you were alluding to, not to put words in your mouth, but I think some of what you're alluding to is 
I know I feel that way too about some of the the par three courses where in my head, it's always, uh, it always makes sense in my head. Like, Oh yeah, you know, I don't have a ton of time. Like I'll just go, I would love, man, I wish there was a par three course around here that I could go play. And I never actually end up doing that. And I don't know if that's, that's probably more of a me issue than, than anything, but it just doesn't typically feel like it's, it's really scratching the itch of getting out and and playing golf. You know, it doesn't feel like you're, you're reaching that critical mass. Like I think the cradle's a good example of, I'm guessing there's probably very few people who go play the cradle and only the cradle. Right. I think right. typically it's something that you're adding on and, and the preserve at Bandon's another, another great yep. example of that. And you know, all these places are building their own short courses and stuff, but it's not like that's what you build your day around, right? It, it, it's it's usually something like, all right, we already played 18, we already played 36, and we've still, you know, we're looking to settle bets, or we've still got, you know, a little bit of an itch to scratch. And I think that yards does that as well. I mean, I think it's I think it's there uh, as kind of this this bet settler if you've already played nine holes. But I'm I'm kind of with you in that it would be a hard time for me. I just don't see myself and. I just haven't done it, I guess. So I guess there's a pretty real, uh, real world example of it, but I don't see myself kind of getting in the car, getting my shoes, getting my clubs, driving down there, parking, paying, and just kind of playing the six par three courses or the six par three holes. And I don't think that's necessarily what they're trying to attract. I mean, I think they're trying to attract a lot more, you know, sawgrass is, is kind of this gated community. There's a ton of houses back there, a ton of families back there. And so I'm guessing what they're much more trying to attract is like, the people who are hopping in the golf cart with their kids and, you know, Hey, it's six o'clock. Let's go play. You know, let's go loop around the the six hole par three course before dinner or after dinner or before bed or, or whatever. And so I'm sure they do a much better job with, with those folks. Cause I think that's who it's designed for probably much more than someone like me and you. So the Schusters, <laughs> the Schusters. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's what you're describing. His his monster truck golf cart <laughs> just rolling down the streets, straight over the moat. Drop that bridge and let's go beat up the backyard. That's exactly right. Exactly. Um, I think the other thing worth mentioning is kind of the the membership structure. And and again, I don't pretend to know how the you know economics of a place like this works, or how the you know what the goal is, or or. Uh, any of that stuff, but just looking at it from, from the outside, looking in and, and as someone kind of like considering, you know, I, I love playing the Jack's beach Muni more than anywhere else in Jacksonville, but it's fucking slammed constantly. Like it's, it's so, so, so busy that, you know, you got to almost kind of think about like, all right, are there better, you know, if I'm looking to play kind of spur of the moment, are there better, better options? And so looking into a place like the yards, I think it's, illustrative because I do think there's a little bit of, of trying to be, uh, all things to all people, which is tough because I, I think that starts with the golf where it's, you know, you're trying to trying to have a full course and a short course and a par three course and a putting place and a practice facility and all these different things. I think it's, it's, uh, can almost be like overwhelming, I think. And I, I know that, uh, it's probably frustrating if, you are the person who built it or the person who put it together because it's like, man, we're trying to answer all these questions for all these different people, um, which I think they did a good job of, but it's, it's hard to, it's hard to zero into exactly what it's for and who it's for. If that, if that makes sense, I don't know if I'm, if I'm rambling or if that's, if, if what I'm saying is making sense. 
No, I think it completely does because I, you know, on the business side of it, that's kind of how you structure how you're running your operation. And, and, you know, that's what's driving your clientele there. I think I look at it, at least from the website, they have a membership option. And the thing about memberships, specifically where you guys are at, is that it's, it is hard to get out and play public golf because it's so busy all the time. And that's, that's a great Jacksonville problem to have. And it's not specific to Jacksonville. It's this, that's how it is in almost every city that they're, you know, that's out there. Right. If you're offering a membership, I don't quite understand how you're still playing, you know, going to pay 35 bucks to go out and, and pay because you're not really getting like a premium tea time or, access when you need it and like those are all very privileged things to say and i understand like what i'm saying i just don't quite understand what the model that they're going after is that's that's where i've struggled too is and for clarity for for people and again maybe maybe there's reasons behind this maybe they're trying to keep membership smaller or maybe they're trying to keep public play down or, or things raise, like that. I'm sure there's raise that drawbridge. It's okay. I'm they sure, got that yeah. gate out there for a reason. Lock I'm it sure up. There are, I'm sure there are factors like that, but it's, yeah, it's $3,000 for the year, which sounds like super interesting. Uh, but then it's another $35 to play nine holes, which is like, well, I would rather pay, you know, $35 to go play 18 better holes at Jack's beach. Like, I, I don't know why I would necessarily do that. So I know this is hyper local to, to Jacksonville. And the reason that I bring it up is that I think that it's a really, really interesting model. I think it's a super interesting conversation that's going on in golf about like, how do you, how do you make these places that are, you know, answering other people's questions that, you know, can be played a little faster, that can offer more options and all of those things and also make the economics work right because uh you know something there, there's something to be said about the fact that an 18 hole golf course has room for 18 different holes of of people to spread out you know and it's like all these these six hole golf courses or three hole loops or whatever it's like well you can only fit six holes worth of people or three holes worth of people on there at a time and uh you know i think there's a weird there's a weird disconnect between how many people are kind of looking for that in golf and how you make the economics work. And and so I applaud them for uh, trying to make it work and, and figuring it out. And it seems like it's going well. People who have been out there for quite a while have raved about it. And like I said, I think there's all kinds of different, you know, non-golf reasons to, to be out there. But uh, I do think it's going to be a struggle for some of these places to, to figure out how to bridge that gap. I give huge kudos to, the gentleman, David Miller. And at least from the article that I'm reading, the fact that Jack, would, Jacksonville.com, Gary Smith. Jacksonville.com, Gary Smith's tremendous article. The fact that somebody would drop 10 million into a project that there's, there's a lot of phenomenal, some of the world's best golf courses were built for 1% of that. Right. Probably not 1%, 10% of that. <laughs> But that's an yeah. out, that's a, that's a ridiculous amount of money, so I get it. And like, we're not here to to judge anybody by how they run their business or anything. But you got to bring light to it. Um, you, you and I talk about this all the time. Yari does not play golf. Would I like Yari to play golf? 
I absolutely would. Did the does the yard seem like a place where she would enjoy getting into the game? We can go get some apps, have some drinks, we can go out and like play six holes, we could play twelve holes, we could we could have a day, a phenomenal driving range. Yeah, that makes sense. That's where I could see a, a place like that where she would get into it. And I know that you you and Justine are probably the same way. Right. But that's what that's what I actually said the the first time I was there was I, I was talking to Neil about it and his fiance Carson is is getting into the game a little bit more. I was like, man, what a perfect place for that. What a perfect place to offer all kinds of flexibility and uh you know, kind of like uh, trying like it's a great spot to learn the game in a in a very like low stress kind of low stakes sort of place, which I think is so phenomenal. And I think, you know, inside the gates at Sawgrass is probably a, a great place for that. But that's where I, I'm trying to be both very self-aware of how great that is, but also, you know, being very honest about like, well, I, you know, I know the game already and I know how to, <laughs> I know how to play and I'm happy to play at a, a place where they play fast. And, you know, there's not, it's not, it's a little bit more about the golf than it is about the social aspects of it. And that's where I think it's not necessarily my, at the tip top of my list of places to hang out. So and I think, it, you know, as we look as team McBride looks for places to relocate, cause Hey, we, we don't have to be here anymore. It's right. Very refreshing in life. And as we look to Florida for not just the tax benefits, but also <laughs> an overall better quality of life. I could, I could get down with this and hell like yeah. Said, everything looks great. I'm, I'm very curious looking at the website. They got a, a pretty good tennis court scene. I'm. Uh, they got some renderings for what they're calling the pickle garden, and that There's is right up my 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 alley, pick, man. Oh, uh, pickleball is it is a complete scene out there. When we we're when we we're filming the uh, Wild World of Golf, I mean the pickleboard, you know, courts are absolutely jammed, turned up, complete. Like looks like standing room only. Uh, so would recommend strongly that you check that out as well. That's what I'm talking about. All right, that's the yards. Did we leave any meat on the bone? Or are we good there? I think we're good. I think we're good. I'm I'm excited to get out there again. See it again. I, I think it's it's a cool thing that, what they're doing, and I'm I'm I. It's thought provoking every time I'm out there. Maybe I think about it too much. That's that's possible as well. But we um, need we need more places like this though. Outside, I, I of agree totally. We, about, we need more of this. I think so, but I also get that it's very easy to say that. And very easy to overlook the part that you mentioned, which was that you know David Miller bought it and dropped ten million dollars of uh, of cash into it, right? I mean, it's it's no small feat. And I think to your point, though, you know, I, I wonder how much of that is trying to. I don't know where it, it's a hard one. It's such a tough balance because in a place like Sawgrass, I feel like things have to be to a certain standard. Yes, but I think what. I love about non 18 hole golf courses. We'll call them like the, your six hole loops, your nine hole loops, your par three courses, all that stuff is never, ever like, Oh my God, the conditioning was so great. I just love like, can you go out there? Can you play fast? Do they sell cold beer? And, and that's it. Right. And so it is, again, I think there's a weird disconnect there where it's like, we do need more places like this, but also does it, do they all have to be, you know, a, a great lifestyle, uh, place. Like maybe not, maybe we just need some fields with, you know, 
nine flag sticks in him. Like maybe, maybe that's good too. But like, I don't know, man. Golf sand, center, sand greens, sand greens. Yeah, who knows? I'm I'm down for all of it. I wonder why more municipalities don't go with this option. You you continuously see like there's not a lot of of cities that are out there that true munis that like the city is actually still managing majority of them are are leased out by whatever firm is is going to manage the operation and sometimes you know the upkeep is is in the land it's not in the staff or anything else it's it's expensive to to grow grass maintain grass definitely to water it and i'm usually not for selling out and giving up on a property for a real estate move but if the return product is greater than what you have, why not give it a chance? Yeah. And I think what's I think what's interesting about it too, and I don't know if the yards necessarily does this, because I think again, I think there's some I think they're trying to control almost like the amount of people who are there because it is a, a pretty small footprint. You don't want it totally overrun by people at all times. But like they the range is very expensive. It's it's not really like a come work on your game place. It's much more of a like, you know, maybe they, they might have a deal for members or or something like that. But I think it's much more of like a warm up before your round type of place. But I think one thing that we've seen at Jack's Beach is the range just prints money, man. It, it is such a it is such a massive revenue source for these for these munis and so i think building a place around that making sure there's just a good place to practice a good place to to hit balls um where you have you know you have this upfront cost to to build it and to get the balls and the nets and all that stuff but after that i mean it's pretty much it's pretty much just straight profit um once you kind of can cover all those but it's yeah building something around that seems like a model that that would make a lot more sense to me too than trying to have it both ways with both, you know, the really big golf course attached to a smaller golf course. And I, I don't know, there's just a lot, there's a lot here. I feel like I'm, I'm kind of talking out of all sides of my mouth here. And a lot of that is because I think it is just a, a place with a lot of different things going on. It's very thought provoking in all the right ways. Yeah. Agree. I think we talk a lot about, places closing and and just kind of being done and like the sad part of it yeah and i don't want anybody to take this as like us throwing shots at the yards or anything else like that because we have a course that was probably down in its dumps or probably not being seen in the best light anymore and now it turned into an amazing property yeah and that's what i will say on on the aggregate or are kind of on the whole i mean the what's there now is so much cooler than what was there i mean it's a massive step in in the right direction. It's an awesome, an awesome, uh, kind of evolution and a, a good case study for kind of what can be done with some of these more forgettable, uh, places. Right. So the yards, two thumbs up. Love yeah, it. I think Check so. it out. I'm going to beat your butt around it. <laughs> All right. Thanks buddy. See ya. See ya.